Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of Paul's letter to the Ephesians. It is time to turn your attention to an important message from God's Word, usually ignored in most preaching. You should be concerned to make sure you truly believe, but you should also be zealous to know about the spiritual blessings you have when you are in Christ. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he presents the slice of today's message entitled, Every Spiritual Blessing. You need to uh, learn to have the perspective to mourn over your sinfulness. You say, well, I'd be mourning every day. Yeah, right. If we confess our sins, present tense, if we are in the habit of constantly confessing our sins, saying what God says about sins, He's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Confess that you are grieved by your sin as God is grieved by your sin. Next, Jesus said, Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Uh, Allow God to turn your pride into His gentleness. His meekness is the other way that that word often gets translated in English. Blessed, Jesus says, are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. You want to unfold the spiritual blessings in the heavenlies in Christ that are yours? Develop a, a, a hunger, an appetite for the Word of God so that you will know righteousness. How do you develop an appetite for it? Eat it. Find out that it's good for you and eat it some more and eat it some more. And finally, you'll feel deprived if you go a day and don't eat anything. Then Jesus said, blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Seek to be merciful to God. You can't do that on your own because your flesh will scream, I want vengeance. Ah, but God wants to grant mercy. As you've received mercy. He wants to grant forgiveness as you've been forgiven. So agree to be His conduit by His grace. And then He says, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Keep your heart open to God. Learn to desire what He desires for you. You know there's rottenness in your heart. And every time you uncover a piece of it, bring it to the Lord. Know that Christ died for you because of that. Then Jesus said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. When you're in a situation where there isn't peace, seek to be the solution instead of furthering the problem. And then, oh, the one you've got to love... Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If you're going to live as a citizen of the kingdom of heaven in the domain of darkness, 
all the blows that are dealt out by a Christ-hating world that can't get to Christ are going to land on those who look the most like him. And that's his people. Remember, that, that narrow gate leads to the hard way. Now, you noticed all of those have a formula. Blessed are those who, and then for theirs is, or for they will. When we went through the Sermon on the Mount, I pointed out to you, there's an emphatic pronoun there. They and they alone will inherit the kingdom of heaven. They and they alone will, will see the light. They and they alone. And so I said back in those days, if this doesn't describe you, you can't say you're a Christian. And somebody told me, well, you're preaching salvation by works then. I have to do all these things in order to be saved. No, I, that's the opposite of what I said. You can't do all these things. You can't do any of these things to any significant effect at all unless you are changed because you have to tap into what is from God and God alone, every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. Now, you can get that far in the Beatitudes. You can say, yeah, boy, uh, bless, bless those people that have been persecuted, you know, sick them. And then he gets personal. Blessed are you. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. My friends, this world is not the end. The gate is here. Choose the right gate. The, the, the way begins here. Choose the right way. And it's the narrow way. It's the, it's the constricted way. But understand, this isn't where you get the payoff. Leave it to God to vindicate you. It may or may not have anything to do with this world. But count it a blessing to suffer for him? Now, it probably strikes you that that's, uh, that's kind of hard to do. Yeah, it sure is. As a matter of fact, it's impossible for you to do it. The only way you could ever do it is if God does it through you by the power of the Holy Spirit who is resident in you, who is able to make you do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think. And yes, that phrase comes from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. He wants to take the blessings that are yours in Christ and make them living realities in your life and in your experience to make you live in such a way that when you tell people... Christ died for your sins according to the Scriptures. He was buried. He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Will you be reconciled to God? They can look at your life and say, wow, if He can do for me what He did for you. I mean, especially the ones that used to know you before you were saved. And they say, wow, what happened to you? That's the point. My friends, our, our failures as believers, and frankly, yeah, they're... There are many. I know that. They are never due to a lack of resources. They are due to a lack of willingness to tap the resources that we have in Christ. So if you are failing and flailing in your walk with Christ, 
because you don't know your spiritual resources, I want to commend to you the first three chapters of Ephesians, at least the first page of Ephesians. If you read over those three chapters every day for a month or so, I think your perspective will change. And if you're failing and flailing in your walk with the Lord, not because you don't know it, but because of your stubborn will and your personal rebellion, and yeah, I know you have that too, we all do, I commend to you not only the first half of Ephesians, but the, but the second half as well. In other words, remember I said so often in the Sermon on the Mount, my dad would say, I, I just want to live by the Sermon on the Mount. I had no clue what he meant by that. If you want to live by the way that Jesus wants you to live, why not saturate your brain and your heart in this great book? As I said, as I was thinking about wrapping up the Sermon on the Mount with that strong appeal to come to God or you're going to hell, I thought, let's go back to Ephesians 1.3 and, and let's explain that it's worth it. It's worth it to come to Him. Well, now today I'm thinking... Why don't we just do the book of Ephesians? Well, maybe we will. Right now, I think we probably will. But next Lord's Day, we have Justin Peters as our guest. So I technically have two weeks to uh, figure out where to land. But I can tell you, I'm on final approach for the book of Ephesians. We'll see. My friends, the most important question is, are you in Christ. Examine yourself. Test yourself. Are you in the faith? Are you trusting in Him and Him alone? If you, if you don't live to see tomorrow morning and you suddenly stand before the Lord and He says, why should I allow you into my heaven? What are you going to say? If it starts anything with, well, I did... You're wrong. Well, I'm a, I'm a fairly good person. No, you're not. You're wrong. It has to be. I'm trusting in Jesus Christ and Him alone. He took your wrath for me that I deserved. Are you in Christ? Oh, if you are, you have every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies right now. So, Father, I pray for my fellow believers who understand the free gift of eternal life in Christ Jesus. And, Lord, if there's still yet anyone who not until today has realized that they're not in Christ, please draw them, bring them, bring them to life as only You can. And we will rejoice at your great grace poured out yet again. And, and Father, we understand this constant gap between who we are in our beloved Christ and how we sometimes live in this world. By your grace, give us wisdom. As she cried out to us from the book of Proverbs today, give us wisdom that we might, by your grace, live for your glory. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.